Yeah, though. I agree. You kind of brute force it by uh, basically setting up sorters to just kind of uh, vacuum everything, but it's still... Yeah. (laughs) My sort of, air quotes, final solution is when I get to my sort of... Easy there, Hitler. Hey! When I get to my sort of end... Air quotes, end game base, or I build my first like massive starship. I do create an a a container that serves as like the primary container that all of the manufactured items gets pushed mm-hmm. to, and yeah. that serves as the one like go to point for stuff. I mean, you know, obviously, well, like well, through the conveyor been... system, you can pull things out in other places, but well, what's been driving me nuts about it right now is. Okay, the assembler stopped working. Uh, so, and I had like a big queue of stuff uh, back up because I've been building out the hangar. And yep. I have the production quota mod installed, which I know this is game cl- uh, or, you know, uh, co- show content stuff, but what the hell, right? Uh, so it'll auto rebuild, you know, stuff I'll pull out uh, with uh, my worker ship that I've uh, built called uh, the Worker Bee. Because it looks like it has a little stinger on it with the welder. Makes sense. So, uh, look in it, and for whatever reason, the assemblers had pulled ice. And it filled up uh, with ice in their uh, uh, slots for materials. So, I had to go in and basically put fil- uh, put sorters to filter out ice going into that section of the uh, cargo. I'm not sure why uh, the unloader uh, uh, sorter was pushing ice there, but it's just been a nightmare. That's so weird. I genuinely did not know that you could put ice into. Maybe it's one of the mods, or maybe one of the maybe. Because the... like I don't well, think I looked, in the base game you can put everything. ice in the assembler. I looked through everything. And I didn't see ice pop up as a requirement for anything. Yeah, and I don't think it is. Aside from you know for your. 802H2 uh, generators. So I spent a good like 15-20 minutes bearing ice out of, uh, of it because it was counted as an ore so the sorters didn't want to pull it out. Uh, and I set up a essentially a loop uh, in my conveyors with two sorters. One going in, one going out. Uh, with filtering ice uh, and the other one you know, with no you know, blacklist on it. Just it won't let anything back through it. So uh, ice doesn't accumulate there again. Yeah. Not the most elegant solution, but it worked. At least for now. But even then, you know, the assemblers you know, pull materials down and then they just hold it. So every so often you have to go in and you know, move stuff out. And it's just kind of uh, a little bit of a frustration. Which, uh, yeah, supposedly this one script helps with the programmable blocks and moves stuff around, but it's more designed for, like, massive uh, uh, storage of rays and not what I have, which is basically two gigantic... I I built the second one, by the way. uh, Cargo containers that basically collects everything. Yeah. So I'm going to save my uh, game, or save a backup of it, run the script and see what it does. <laughs> All right? Yeah. And it supposedly uh, does a few things. It supposedly pulls uh, all the ore out of assembler so that it doesn't just accumulate there. 
and it could also build up uh, essentially dedicated uh, uh, storage for like ore and ingots and stuff. Now I'm not sure what's going to do with only uh, technically uh, two main car- uh, cargo containers and then a bunch of uh, or one small one because that's what the cargo access is on the main floor. But we'll see, right? Yeah. If need be, I could always dig down in the stairwell some more and start uh, working on another floor. Uh, take the welder off the uh, worker bee and put a drill on it. Because little guy's small enough that should be able to get down there. It's basically just like a flying cargo container with batteries. I uh, I built my um, small grid mining rover. Mm-hmm. I'm up to Mark three on my design now. Which is pretty straightforward. It's not 100% what I wanted, but it's getting the job done, and I'm about to start a project for a large grid mm-hmm. mining rover. Um, but what I did was I took and put two drills on a set of double hinges and double pistons. Mm-hmm. And so they can push out up to, I think, five meters is the maximum distance with the 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 double small pistons. Yeah. I think it's 2.5 meters per piston, but the two hinges allow them to rotate up and down and left to right. Mm -hmm. And I thought about trying to do that with a rotor, but I personally am not coordinated enough to do that without fucking it up. So having them on two separate hinges instead mm -hmm. of hinges and a rotor makes it harder for me to accidentally flip the rover over. (laughs) <laughs> so that one was a uh, that one's a user error like a design limitation specifically because of your user error but that lets me go uh 85 degrees if i go 90 mm-hmm. degrees it digs a hole under its tires and it'll fall into the hole so i've got the vertical ones uh gimbal limited to not 85 degrees so that i can just hit the parking brake and then i can do this really large area in front of the rover mm-hmm uh, the badger. It, I think I need to sp- uh, to spread out the drills on it ever so slightly more, because every so often there's like one voxel that will uh, get under the wheels and and uh, jam it up, so it can't dig a perfect tunnel. And with uh, left click, right click, yeah, digs plenty. Yeah, but you know it's just ever so slightly. Either that, or I just get put bigger wheels on it, and uh, and. Uh, put the wheels under the river a little bit more. But my my Mark III has got a couple of gyros on it that are turned mm-hmm. off. But in case it does wind up stuck in a hole or a little kind of sideways or something like that, I can use the gyros to help me get me out of a mess. It's been good so far. What I'm going to do for my large grade one is I'm going to put a single drill on the back and I'm mm-hmm. going to mimic your uh, 3D print arm design. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like sort of like a flatbed truck style. Yeah. Um, and it's just going to back up or pull up alongside an area that I want to mine. And then it's going to use the single drill arm. And it's yeah, going to admittedly, be able to... Uh, the 3D print arm is more articulated than it needs to be for that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you could easily do it with the custom uh, turret controller without any mods whatsoever. But regardless, I wanted to be able to be able to extend at least probably 20 meters so mm-hmm. that I can dig down into the ground to some of the underground nearby iron deposits. 
I mean, you can, you know, you can get iron out of the stone, but I have yeah. all of my nearby within like five kilometer surface iron deposits. I have scoured the surface and have gotten all of them that were in range with my little flying miner. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, well, I want to dig out this hillside basically because I want to make a large landing pad for my spaceship. And I do want this to be like my home base that I return to. I don't want to just abandon it. But also, mm-hmm. like, but that means that I need a a proper landing pad, proper you know storage and um, uh, production of of hydrogen for at least early until I can get the uh, ion engines. Although I might still use hydrogen for backup, anyways. The hydrogen thrusters produce a lot more thrust on on planet, but. That's that's what I'm doing in my my base. Yeah, probably and, my next major uh, project is going to be flatten a uh, uh, the, one of the hillsides near me for a large landing pad for a large good ship. Yeah, and then I sent you that message on um, on Discord earlier. Like I redid my little helper bots. Yeah, as the engineer models, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they. Seem to, I mean, I'm going to do some more long-term testing. I've only messed with them for a little while, but they seem to do better because I think the little bot, because it's small, I think that causes it some issues. But having them be, you know, the same size as me, they seem to respect the pathways that I have created for myself a Mm -hmm. lot better. Um, And they will walk, which does make them slower to get to a task, but they seem to be able to more consecutively complete tasks by walking back and forth between mm-hmm. picking up resources and then doing the task. And they've only gotten stuck once so far. Whereas before, like every time I would leave and come back to my base, they would be stuck in the ground or like spinning in circles. I'd have to do the respawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just saw something that, uh, uh, the headline, Elon Musk is throttling uh, traffic to websites. He doesn't like basically, Twitter is throttling traffic to websites he dislikes. That makes sense. Like, I mean, it's bad, but free that makes speech, sense because free Elon absolutist, right? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, Elon Musk, just like Trump and you know Rudy Giuliani and most of the rest of them, are just like you know rich man babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, supposedly any site uh, linked to the New York Times, Facebook, or other sites that. Uh, Must commonly attacks, such as the Washington Post, uh, has a five-second delay from when the user clicks on the link to when it actually starts to load. It doesn't sound like a lot, but yeah. All right. That's, it, that's, it's, it, I bet you it's one of those, a lot of time went into determining just how long of a wait it is before somebody gives up. Before right? most people give up, yeah. I'm guilty of that too. Like, you know, if I'm scrolling through stuff on my phone, like on a little break, like if something doesn't load right away, I might like try tapping it again. But if that restarts the process every time, then yeah, I would give up on a lot of stuff. I mean, if I'm just like sitting and I'm not like taking a little break or I'm in a hurry for something, like I'll sit there for longer than that. But, you know, there are plenty of times when five seconds would be just enough to make me like scroll away from it. Mm-hmm. Especially if uh, the timer's hidden. And does it like show a uh, uh, progress bar? Yeah, loading uh, on the bottom of the screen. You know. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, like for Chrome, it shows the, you know, uh, like going to, and if there's a some sort of loading procedure going on, it's down there. Yeah. So, yeah. Giant piece of shit, man, baby. Oh, oh okay. Here's one other uh, giant piece of shit, man, baby. Uh, it's from r slash dudes of the stupid. I was closing out tabs. Trump advisor Michael Flynn blames Jewish people for their own uh, deportations to concentration camps, saying that oh. there weren't any guards. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, no. Uh, more like oy vey. Yeah. Now, now, the question is, is he literally that stupid, or is this malice to pander to people that are that stupid? Because... Could be both. We, we, we've seen... Prominent uh, political figures, unfortunately, uh, pr- uh, prominent uh, political figures, be actively that stupid. So is he pandering or is he yeah, drinking the Kool-Aid, essentially, right? I mean, I could see both. I could honestly see him doing both. Like, it, it, both isn't like it could be either. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could do both at the same time. Probably. You can be dumb and pander at the same time. So I guess it could be both at the same time, but mm-hmm. I could see it going either way. All right. It is it is almost 10:30, sir. We need to we need to get this show on the road. <laughs> yeah, sorry. All right. You got Audacity pulled up? Uh, it's pulling up now. I got music going on my second computer. Okay, all set. All right. Ready to record in 3 2 1. Record. Hand for the sync. 3 2 one sync sync yay yeah having my little mini mixer is so nice i could just uh do music on the second computer and i can still hear it all right i don't pay for by the uh audience it was, it was my own uh expenditure uh trying to do something a little different with my audio solutions because right yeah I just adjusted a whole bunch of stuff. My fan was pointed at my microphone, which makes a huge difference. Uh, like it, it always makes a little background noise that gets picked up and I have to filter out. But if it's pointed in the direction of my microphone to blow on me, it that that way file is not that way file. That you know noise is very noticeable and it it can sound like really weirdly muted when I go in and fix it afterwards. Yeah, I had to. Get my fan out. I don't have the ceiling fan on in here. Can you hear it? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it's actually more quiet than the ceiling fan, uh, the noise it produces. So uh, I think the ceiling fan puts just enough wind on, across the mic that my little battery powered fan is probably the better option for recording. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Are you ready, kids? No, you're, you should be canceled, Captain. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm calling uh, the cops. I, that 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 show went on for or has gone on for way too long. Yep. Of all the Dick Tunes to uh, uh, to get the Simpsons treatment, all right. Go ahead and start refini- re- replenishing some of that Franken content. Yeah, I reckon we've got enough Franken content left over for like. For at least two, possibly three more episodes. Yeah, but yeah, I would like to record more than once a month. That's true. I would too. It's just been a hell of a time. Yeah, I mean, you spend a week in the shower crying. Uh, 
I just had a bad day and got technical issues and right work scheduling adjustments mm-hmm. for both of us. Yeah, which it's now kind of settled into. Uh, my schedule is kind of settled down to a uh, somewhat expectable uh, thing, but the thing is that I'm the third cook. I'm I'm the filler. Yeah. So whenever one of the other two has to take a day off, I fill in their shift in the... Uh, my schedule basically shifts around their twos. But the thing is that, you know, I could actually work both shifts. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, uh, nice guy, but they don't trust him to open. And Matt, a.k.a. Chicken Sensei, uh, yo, can only work so much. Yeah. Katie's got into a pretty steady routine at her new job. Minor changes here or there, and the on-call is so far not as bad as as we were kind of led to believe. I don't know if maybe they just, like, oversell it, because... I don't know, maybe it bothers them more or or they, you know, really want to set the the bar for new people. That way there's not any, you know, any like, oh, you didn't say it was, you know, going to be whatever. But um, she also is still doing a little bit of the like the, oh, you know, somebody needs to take off. We need you to cover this. Swap you around. But she seems to have have leveled out. I mean, my schedule is the same as it always has been for work. I'm having to do... Alright. It feels weird to say that I, I'm having to do more with my kid. Like, I don't want to or don't, you know. But, I mean, I do. There's not really any option. So, if stuff comes up, I have to be the one who takes care of it. But... It's been fine. I'm feeling a little more tired than I have been. And I've dropped some other stuff from my life. But... That's not exactly a bad thing. Having a little more time to myself in the evenings and going to bed a little earlier is probably better for my health in the long run. Let's be let's be honest. I definitely don't sleep enough. But, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> but yeah, last week was fucking awful. You know, I put in the Franken episode that I posted, like, I had, like, a, a deeply personal issue that just, like, put me where I couldn't record. Yeah, and I didn't go uh, into the specifics, but... Yeah, I did tell Anita a bit about what happened. And she just went, oh. It's such a weird feeling. You know, I put this in the text message to you when I told you what was going on, but, like, mm-hmm. they really are, like, extended family. I mean, not all of my clients get that way. You know, I don't get that close to all of them. I have a good relationship with all of them, but, you know, five years of watching this this woman rebuild her life and getting to be a part of it, and then suddenly, like... Oh, you got six months to live. Maybe a little less if you're unlucky. Yeah, Just... all because you know healthcare is treated so poorly as well. Yeah, yeah. If they had, you know, if she if she had been able to go for some regular appointments, some regular scans, she'd been getting you know her um, like her breast exams like she's supposed to, and getting a yearly physical, having regular blood work done. They would have noticed signs sooner. And I mean, she probably would have still had to deal with some kind of cancer, but it's, you know, cancer, the secret is catch it early. Actually, mm-hmm. the secret is don't get it, but you can't control if you do or don't get cancer for the most part, so. I mean, you can improve and uh, worsen your odds, but. Yeah, so. That was pretty rough. 
So, well, welcome to the the sad portion of the Franken episode, mm-hmm. dear listeners. Can I get stories from the last couple of weeks? Uh, pretty much the only thing is like people keep coming to the restaurant uh, with coupon books that another uh, chicken place has put, or well, I work KFC, so another uh, branch of KFC is put out. Yeah, that is only for that <laughs> particular franchise. And they keep coming with the, these uh, coupons that say only for this uh, f- franchise. It's just like, ugh. It, it makes me glad I'm not customer facing. Yeah. Uh, the, the chicken pit uh, is sometimes uh, a little lonesome, a little hot, but I don't have to deal with people. Yeah. You know, I've never worked in fast food, but I've worked several retail jobs and that exact situation has happened to me before where it's like, no, no, sir. See, if you look on the coupon, it says this is for the, you know, the Cleveland location only. We're not in Cleveland. This is Dayton. Well, but this is this is Lowe's, ain't it? This is a Lowe's. You're going to tell me you're not going to honor a Lowe's coupon. (laughs) No, sir. I even if I wanted to, which I don't. But even if I wanted to, I'm not a manager. I can't do that. Well, I want to speak to your manager. <sighs> Fine. Jim. We got another one, Jim. Or another... different... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Different managers responded differently. So I always tried to get the manager that wouldn't honor it, mm-hmm. which was Jim and uh, Janice. Uh, I can't remember if her name was Vicky or Victoria or if she went by Vicky, but it was sh- whatever. She would she would go ahead and do it because she'd be like, I just want to get him out of here. It's like, no, teach these people a lesson. Stand up to them. Tell them to fuck themselves and learn how to read. Well, it gets even better with a restaurant, all right? So uh, we've had people come in with the coupon books. We had somebody come in with a screenshot of an old ad from like six years ago, and no, I'm not joking. Wow, it's uh, a bold move. We've had somebody. Uh, uh, we've had multiple people come in asking for uh, things that are just not on the menu, as in, yeah, like come in wanting a hamburger or a happy meal. And no, I'm not joking. Okay. Uh. Last time I worked night shift, uh, there was somebody that put in a big uh, uh, pickup order and got pissy when we wanted to take it out to them because they, quote-unquote, didn't put clothes on when they went out. I'm not sure how naked they were, (laughs) but nobody wanted to go find out. (laughs) Well, you know what they say, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Uh, Trying to think of any other good ones. Uh, Okay, so... I'm not, at least at my branch or my little franchise, uh, whenever things start to slow down in the, when running the evening shift, that's basically when they pull the plug on production, whatever chicken is in, uh, is in, and they start going into a limited menu as things run out. And the lobby closes at 9, the franchise as a whole closes at 10. Alright. There's been people that's just cussed the fuck out of the person uh, running the uh, drive-thru because they were, like, out of chicken fillets. Uh, so they couldn't do sandwiches, you know? Yeah. Or 
uh, you know, they only had uh, white meat, and uh, there was no dark meat to do a full bucket, you know? It's just, it, it makes me so glad I'm uh, in the back scraping down the uh, fryer. Yeah. I would, I would love, I, I should see if the, if RKFC, I would assume they do. I'd see if RKFC does that. Because it, it would be like playing a little, little roulette. It's like you show up, it's like, hey, what you got left? What do we got tonight? What are we, well, uh, okay, I mean, Here's the thing: is that, uh, you know, they're not going to, uh, you know, give everybody on the evening shift like two or three hours extra to uh, clean up. So typically, they'll you'll pull the uh, they'll pull the plug uh, whenever things slow down to uh, give time to clean up before you know hitting end of shift, quote unquote. And you know, end of shift also ha- has. Putting away all the stuff that's in the uh, steam table and in the cold table, or cleaning up that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, they have to shut down the fryers you know, a couple hours early because those fuckers have to cool. Oh, so I could show up at like eight o'clock and we'd be in limited menu time. Yeah, uh, potentially, depending on how busy the location is. I have no idea how busy they are. I mean, I see people there all the time, but. Mm-hmm. I tend to only be out during sort of more mm-hmm. normal lunch and dinner hours. Yeah, at least uh, my location, there's a big lunch rush at just a, a bit after noon. A school rush when all the kids at the local high school get out and, you know, they're heading the, uh, all the restaurants and uh, uh, the teachers and staff get out. Uh, then it's the evening rush or evening dinner rush, and depending on the day, it could get rather crazy, uh, particularly in football season on uh, Thursdays and Sundays. And then, of course, the church rush on Sundays. Oh, God, the, the church people are the worst. I've heard that from many restaurants, and I have experienced it in working retail. People coming in after church and being kind of mm. dicks. Kind of dicks uh, doesn't even begin to convert. Uh, they're the ones that always show up with like the coupons and the screenshots of old ads. There was uh, a couple uh, coming in uh, wanting things that just were discontinued like th- two or three years ago. <laughs> so yeah, fun. Yeah, I'm making a I'm making a face, just like my mm, yep. This is sarcasm face on the on the fun. <laughs> So I don't now, have... now you're going to just go do limited menu like the next KFC they cross. Uh... I'm definitely going to do limited menu like night. We're going to play roulette, you know, food KFC roulette one night. I, I will say that uh, if you go very close to closing, uh, you're going to get very old and probably dry chicken, particularly on like the nuggets. Those nuggets turned into little rubber balls after a couple hours. Uh, whole pieces of chicken are uh, uh, hold up a lot better. Uh, tenders are, you know, uh, like, you know, fifty-fifty uh, shot of uh, being good or not. Yeah. And the hot wings uh, don't last that long. But they're a little bit of menu item anyway. not a huge fan of hot wings from fast food places. Sit-down restaurants or if someone makes them at home, like, sure. But I've had mixed results with fast food wings. Well, I get the Can't... better ones because I go in at make a batch uh, just before break and get them hot out of the fryer essentially while they're still crispy. Yeah. I'd imagine if any fast food place is going to do them well, it would be KFC. 
they actually have a fair bite to them. They're very upfront heat instead of a you know like a throaty you know back the mouth heat. Yeah, uh, it's very forward uh, facing. Um, if I were to make a suggestion on if you get them, sure. Uh, even though I'm not a huge fan of their honey, uh, doing a like a sweet and spicy with them is a pretty good option. Because they do have honey packets, or I should say honey packets, because it's basically hog fructose corn syrup posing as honey. But eh, if you expected a fast food place to give away honey, right? Yeah, real high quality honey. Uh huh. I will say, speaking of like sauces that have a bite, McDonald's new, what is it, spicy berry jam or something like that? I forget what it is, sweet berry. Mm-hmm. Whatever, I was surprised that it's got some some real spice to it. I was ex- I was gonna you know I was expecting it to just be like sweet. I still I still need to try that. It's not, I mean it's fast food dipping sauce, right? So it's not amazing, but it was surprisingly spicy. I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is I was not expecting this. Uh, that's pretty much me with the uh, KFC hot wings. They were surprisingly spicy, as in they actually had a heat to them. Yeah. Uh, and by the time you get to the end of the serving, which is eight, uh, you know, you know, got a fair uh, tingle going on. Yeah. And to be clear, this isn't like spicy, spicy. It's like, I think this would be too spicy for your average white girl, mm-hmm. you know, but. Yeah, I don't like black pepper. It's too spicy. <laughs> Ooh, I, I, mayonnaise is too spicy. I, I, only spicy I like is uh, pumpkin spice. Hey, oh god, oh the pumpkin spice! Every year I get exactly one pumpkin spice latte from the local coffee shop. Um, it's called Jennings. It's our, you know, I get one, and then I'm good. I don't want any more. I haven't tried the uh, the pumpkin spice stuff from my local, uh, you know, sarcasm quotes local because it's uh, near where I work. So, yes, yeah, not that close to me. But yeah, maybe I'll uh, get a coffee there or something, do the pumpkin spice. They have pretty good bubble tea. I do like bubble tea, but... I don't. I don't like. I don't get the the tapioca though. Like uh-huh. when when there's an option, I'm not a huge fan yeah. of tapioca. Uh, but I will get like the fruit, uh, the little fruit orby thingies. Yeah, yeah. They got like four different options. There's tapioca. There's like a bursting one. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other two now. I know that there's four, but I can't think of the other two. Dayton, Dayton, Tennessee is this weird little anomaly because because we're a college town, even though we're tiny. We have a shitload of coffee shops, mm-hmm. and there's there's one chain place. They're called Drip. I mean, they're basically a, a you know a Starbucks kind of ripoff, um, and their coffee is about as good. But we've got several small local coffee shops mm-hmm. that are all excellent and do different things, you know, differently. You know, like different things are their specialties. So. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a weirdly, like, if I want to spend money on coffee, you know, while I'm out, as opposed to just making better coffee at home or something, I can get a lot of really good local options, which feels wild, because this town has, like, 10,000 people in it, 
Like, as far as towns go, it's very small. But yeah, uh, there's a college here, and them college kids sure love their coffee. Yeah, there's a not a lot of coffee options here until you hit Charleston. So that's disappointing to me. Yeah. And uh, Charleston has a bad habit of losing coffee shops very quickly. Just they'll uh, quickly go under after a while. Or uh, the one I actually went to that I really enjoyed uh, closed up uh, because the others just uh, were leaving the area and they didn't want to uh, sell. They just decided to close up shop instead, which sad, but you know, understandable. Yeah. So yeah, need to actually look into a, a couple coffee shops in town. I try not to make a habit out of going. Mm-hmm. I feel weird about getting like you know a five or a six dollar cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. The uh, um, the coffee shop near my work, uh, the bubble tea is like five something uh, for a large. But yeah, you know, it's also bubble tea, so you know you can't exactly gulp it down. You know that's something that you're going to be sipping on for an hour or two, or at least for me, you know. Yeah. I've never, I've never stopped to think about how long it takes me to drink a bubble tea. I don't, I don't get them super often, so I don't. Mm-hmm. I think of them more as like a little treat. All right, I just realized because we've been sitting here talking and I've got my mm-hmm. paint stuff out. Oh, I need to adjust the date and uh, to the uh, to the current month to the, the current, current year. month current year. Okay, so. I do need to probably paste a couple of things actually into the show notes. <laughs> Would be useful, huh? Probably. Uh, let's see. But, yes, this week's painting selection is getting ready, getting stuff ready for a mm-hmm. my in-house D&D game. Um, painting a bunch of minis. I got, I mean, I've got a shitload of minis, but they're all sci-fi or modern Stuff, tanks, jets, all of my Battletech minis. Mm-hmm. I don't have any fantasy ones. So I've got like a dragon, I got some wolves, um, I got like a couple little hobbits, I got a dwarf guy here. Drinking booze, of course. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't expect to paint them all tonight, but might as well get started. But I am itching to to get Starfield uninstalled. <laughs> That's... Uh, that's a uh, boating well. I have had my fill. Like I finally finished the giant bag of chips, and and I'm ready for something else. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the thing is that I got frustrated with the bag of chips, so I just you know basically left uh, them on I, the I, counter. I, They're going I, I, stale. I, 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 no, no, I, I closed it up. I put a clip on it, and I threw, uh, threw the bag away. I mean, te- technically, I do have my save. But I realize that it's not really going to be worth much because, you know, I'm, if I do anything uh, with Starfield, I'm going to mod the ever-living fuck out of it. Yep. I agree with that statement. And I will say that Starfield does have some very good potential about modding. Yeah, uh, the Tech Raptor article has a very amusing uh, little anecdote at the end of it, by the way. I'm not sure if you know this little... Uh, Factoid, or actually not factoid, because you know it's actually true. But yeah, you'll see. Okay, there we go. Those are the two main things. Okay. 
I'll just copy both of those up. And then once I get them slotted in, I will be ready to go if you are. Yeah, I'm going to get a little bit of music running. One thing that's nice about having the mixer is I can just do it on the laptop and not have to worry about fucking up uh, uh, on the uh, uh, main uh, computer. Oh. Okay. Stuff's in the show notes. Uh, dates updated. Ooh. Are you ready? Now, let me find Audacity. Where did you go? Oh, there you are. Audacity's off at the corner. Like, uh, uh, what? <laughs> I was sleeping. What are you? Do- what are you doing? All right. Just a moment. You got it up. Yeah. Don't you wish? Ooh. Okay, all set. All right, ready to record in three, two, one. Record and for the sync, three, two, one. Sync. Sync. I do think I need to move my microphone a little bit. Get a little bit closer. Is that better? It it was fine before, but sure. Oh, I can move it further away then. Well, I don't want you to go further away. I want you to be close. Bad touch. <laughs> I, like I told Tristan, I'm sorry, but I put a limit on just uh, how much of a beard I would kiss. And Dude, it looks far too tickly. I got a lot of beard going on right now. I uh, The last time I trimmed was in August. So I got a really bushy facial growth going on. I'll have to do pretty trim because, you know, food. Right. Yeah, I've been telling myself, like, nah, I'm going to trim it. I'm going to trim it. And then I just don't. And it has gotten past the part where it's annoying. And so now it's no longer annoying me. And I'm like, eh, it could stay a while. We'll see how long until somebody else tells me I have to trim it. I mean, granted, I don't I don't have any limits for work. Um, our, in our sort of uh, dress guidelines, we don't really have a dress code, but it's like, be sure that you look clean and professional and businessy or whatever. But it, like... I fucking wear jeans and polos to work all the time. <laughs> Ain't nobody saying nothing about my beard being a little bushy. I mean, if he got way out of hand. You now, know, now you start finding fries and you're like, when was the last time I had fries? Yeah, yeah. Now that's a problem. But, you know, I wash it. I condition it. I have beard product. I take better care of my beard than I do my skin. Yeah, meanwhile, I think my limit is half an inch. Although they're not, you know, sitting there with a ruler, you know, they, they'll let you grow it out a bit, but, you know, you can't get too bushy. Yeah, yeah it's kind of funny. Uh, two of the cooks are really hairy guys. And, uh, the best cook that we have is this little short, bald guy. I'm guessing I've got th- maybe three inches of of beard length. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like pulling it and doing a little like measurement with my fingers. You know, I, I think that's about two and a half, three inches. I think I'm, I think I'm at the point where, you know, I'm at the guidelines. Uh, it's been a while since I've trimmed because I purposely t- trim a little bit shorter. That way, I, you know, I don't have to constantly go back over it. Yeah. Because I'm lazy. When I do, I like, I, I have no idea, like, what the length is, but when I do trim my beard, I just leave, I've got a pair of uh, hair clippers, and mm-hmm. I use a number three guard on them, and that's what I hit my beard with. 
but I don't know how much, like, what length that is. It's pretty short. But anyways, uh, Game Face? Uh, Game Face.